1: This is your official home for Titans football. Touchdown, Titans! WGFX FM Gallatin Nashville. 104.5 The Zone. This is the League Company Countdown Kickoff. Lee Company. HVAC, plumbing, electrical, and more. All you need for your home or facility. Visit them online at LeeCompany.com. The Lee Company Countdown to Kickoff is also brought to you by
2: Pinnacle Bank, the official bank of your Tennessee Titans. Sign up for Titans Banking exclusively at Pinnacle. Visit TitansBanking.com. Member FDIC. Ascension St. Thomas, making healthcare more convenient with 300 area locations. So you have more time to cheer on our Tennessee Titans. Find a doctor who listens at ascension.org sa recycling sa recycling reminds you to be a good fan this game day and look for recycle bins in and around nissan stadium
1: now here's your hosts for the lee company countdown to kickoff: brent doherty don davenport and ron slay on your home for titans football 1045 the zone
2: To kick off, I'm Dawn Davenport. Ron Slay is in the building. Brent Doherty here. Glad you guys are with us. It's going to be a big one for the Tennessee Titans tonight. And I got to say this. I'm not sure that I have seen a Titans fan base as excited about a primetime Thursday night game as they are about this one in the everything, that has everything to do with Will Levis's second game and what does he look like. There's now tape out there of him.
3: It is, Babsy.
2: A lot of tape out there of him. We know offensive line-wise it's going to look different than mm-hmm. it looked last week um, with Hubbard out. So Nicholas petit Frere going to shift over to the right side, which means Andre Dillard is back at that left side spot and and that's going to be something to watch no doubt on that offensive line here tonight so we will uh we'll break down all of that we'll have Greg Cosell who's one of the best film evaluators in the business kind of break down Levis's film from his rookie first start last week and then also we'll uh look at the Steelers and what they do defensively and you know where there could be some issues.
4: There are issues with the Steelers uh, as well. Kenny Pickett's one of them. Like, what what are you going to get from him? Um, you could get a Kenny Pickett that finds George Pickens but deep in the secondary and throws a couple of big touchdown passes and turns the game. Because look, big plays are going to be huge in this game because the scoring isn't going to be there. If you just look at these at these teams and for what they are now, Titans have a little different metric system now, um, which makes no sense at all. Uh, but In terms of the metrics of this team, a little bit different with Will Levis at quarterback, right? But here's Kenny Pickett. I I saw this stat. TD passes this season. Kenny Pickett has five in 200 attempts. Will Levis has four in 29. Mm. Now, George Pickens and DeAndre Hopkins, which guy has the big game today?
3: You know what? Are you asking a question? You yeah, I you? think
4: that's one of the questions. Like we talked about Cam Hayward and the effect that he could have. What coming back? What
3: about George Pickens against DeAndre Hopkins? I th- I think personally um in this situation I think DeAndre Hopkins has a steady game. I, th- I think it's more of a 70-75 um yard output if you want to say that's big game in a tight game, I think you can look at that. I think George Pickens also has an impact if Kenny Pickett stays in the game. I don't think when a backup comes in, Mitchell Trubisky, I don't think George Pickens has the same impact. I think Kenny Pickett has a vibe with him that's totally different. So it may be less catches for George Pickens, but the threat of him being on the field for that deep ball. It may be only two or three catches, but man, it could easily rack up to 75, 80 yards. The guy I'm pointing to, man, I honestly believe is Traylon Burks, who's going to have the output, the output that we're looking for in this matchup because of the deep threat that you have in him going long. And if Chris Moore is back and really feeling good, the deep threat that he clears out that underneath route with his body size. This would be this would be Traylon Burks. Time Slay, that Slay has
4: been talking about Traylon Burks this, this week, and I don't yep. mean to forget about him, but I keep forgetting about him. Now, well,
2: you, you ain't he's getting he's been forgettable.
3: Yeah, 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 Honestly. Yeah, I mean
2: he's been injured. He hasn't been available. Mm-hmm. And and um you know, I think I think he hasn't been what we thought he could be. And yeah. and some drops, some Drop? questionable, yeah, questionable. Um, routes. I I think that there's he has a lot to prove, and mm-hmm. I think maybe you know maybe he takes that step tonight. We'll see. But stage. Yeah, with with your uh, what could end up being the the brand new franchise quarterback, right? But yeah. I, I I like that you point out Traylon Burks because I yeah, think that he needs to take that step. Me right? Me we know yeah. what you you know what you have in DeAndre. Mm-hmm. Um, now he was listed as questionable for this game coming in. Has been listed as questionable before, right? Tom Pelissero says he's going to go, right? Yep. I I did not expect that he would miss that this right. game right. coming right. off of what, he, what did. he did last week too, mm-hmm. and and what him and Will Levis have. I mean, we watched that. Was that the first touchdown that we watched over and over? Yeah. Yep. Um, and just how Levis put that ball deep
3: mm-hmm. Only he could in go the get corner.
2: It. To where it gave DeAndre Hopkins time to do what he does best, to get open and make a play to go and get that ball where nobody else could go get it. It wasn't put in danger anywhere, you know? How
4: about Levis on that play, too, with that sell on the pump fake to Traylon Burks underneath?
2: Yeah. That's
3: what I'm saying.
4: And everyone on the defense on that side of the field went to Traylon Burks. Yeah. Yeah. And then he throws the touchdown. It
3: makes people stand still in a sense. Like, hey, don't overcommit too much. This young fella got an arm that can get it there. So that's why I'm thinking a guy like him. And and then when you got a gunslinger, gunslinger mentality, you run your routes a little bit different. It's enough for it all to go around. Mm -hmm. You can get six, seven targets of D-hop. It ain't kind of like Ryan Tannehill back there where he was nine targets of D-hop, two, one, 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 one. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got enough to go around. Hit everybody up. Traylon. man, I'm... N.W.I. and Traylon Burks, I think they're huge in this one. Here's the other thing, too, with
4: that gunslinger mentality, because that's what he is. Like, those back foot throws and all that stuff, that did look a little bit like Brett Favre. You know what I mean? He's going to throw interceptions, because this is a guy who will take chances. Now, he Always
2: has, his entire career, and that was one of the knocks on him.
4: He did such a good job with the shoulder fakes, though, to keep the safeties out of the play that he didn't throw contested balls on those deep shots. So... We'll see if the Steelers are a little bit better there. Lee Company countdown to kickoff is underway. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay. Lee Company, all you need, visit them online, leecompany.com. 615-737-1045, 615-737-1045.
3: You got to understand, too, when we're talking about gunslinger mentalities and you're getting receivers an opportunity to grow with you, Kyle Phillips, Chig was um, targeted a lot. Last Chig game, needs to catch the he's ball. He's another one that needs, to, yeah, because you're getting opportunities.
2: That's so, a, that is one that stands out. Him and Traylon Burks, right? I don't want to say be better, like that's a little nah, harsh, it, right? No, but, no, <laughs> no, that's what you always say. No, but
3: you ain't got no choice. And comes in this off league. a little
2: harsh, but you but better. especially with Chig, like I just think, I think he can be such a difference maker in this offense. But there have been some t- untimely drops for Dude, him. That was yes. such a
4: well designed play. Mm. It was beautiful. That, They, they knew they
3: had that during the week. Yep. And they call it and it's there and he drops it. Good thing Uh. is though, your Babsy, you ain't got to worry about it because you know who's back? Josh Wiley. So them same opportunities that you were getting, Wiley was getting those opportunities too. And the reason we started to see Wiley more was because Chig was having those drops and he got more opportunities. Like, oh, whoa, we got some. Then he went out with the injury. So it put the, put it back on Chig. But now you better understand, hey man, you got somebody breathing over your shoulder at six, six with a, a hell of a catch rate that can get busy too. So you're looking at that, D-Hop's emerging and taking off. Traylon Burks, don't be forgotten about. You know what I'm saying? So with your opportunities, you got to go out there and protect the ball. This is what I was saying. Protect the ball, protect your quarterback. If he gives you those opportunities and you know you, you're not going to be able to get it, you may have to play defense because gunslingers, they going to give you a chance. But in order to keep getting those chances, you got to protect me too. If I'm the quarterback, you know what I'm saying? So may play defense, knock it down, hold them offensive pass interference or something. Don't let me throw <laughs> this pick, dog. You know what I mean? I'm
4: giving you the chance. <laughs> 615-737-1045. Lee Company, countdown to kickoff. Alex and Franco and Alex, what's up? How are you? Hey, guys. You know,
5: yeah, he's a rookie. But the one thing that impressed me that our our starting quarterback hasn't done he he doesn't have the clock in his in his head. Yeah, every every time every time he was getting blitzed, he had that ball gone in a second and a half, mm-hmm. and that is what they teach you when you're a quarterback. When you see blitzes coming, you get rid of that ball. You you don't take the sack because you're five seven yards back. You know, and on the long balls, yeah, we have a special guy who knows how to catch those balls. Plus, he's got some of the best hands still in the NFL. Mm-hmm. We're just lucky. And also what I noticed was that when we were completing passes, the defensive line was giving more room to Henry running. I mean, Henry, you know, he hadn't been, um, he hadn't been himself – Really, but then again, some of the defenses, like Cleveland, they were they were really good, and and we saw them. But last week, Henry was making some really good chunk runs, and uh, I think we're going to have to do that tonight to
4: Pittsburgh kind of slow them down you know what's interesting i think his longest rush was 12 yards mm-hmm. but but he was pounding away at like six yard carry eight yard carry keeping them out of third and long which is a benefit to a rookie quarterback i think great a hey, great points alex appreciate you man Six one five seven three seven one zero four five.
3: i think it's wonderful dog that we don't we know <laughs> we led with what the quarterback and the receivers are going to do <laughs> so imagine what the defensive meeting room is As talking about. As
2: I'm wearing about. my Derrick Henry, You, know, you, you right? know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
3: You still have two dynamic guys yeah. in Tajay Spears no kidding. and Derrick Henry. That's why I thought it was so, go nuts. so interesting. Especially that, against this team. Guys. Guys. But that's
4: why I thought it was so interesting, like Coach Mack's point, about how do you look from a defensive-minded standpoint at this team compared to how you looked at them the last year and a half, mm-hmm. simply by changing the quarterback. Yeah. and he said with Will Levis, nothing against Ryan Tannehill, but with Will Levis, you have to defend every blade of grass. Yeah, you can't leave your guy. Yeah, he'll he'll find him, and he's got the arm strength to do it.
3: So that's that's sets everything else up. That's great. That's great because now you look at it, and you now your defense gets to go out there and take chances. You put pressure on the opponent as an offense to go like, hey, man, we got to keep up. So now Kenny Pickett may take chances that he don't usually do, just trying to keep up. If you get a 10-0 score, the way your defense plays, 13-0, something like that, you get up by that amount of points in a bang, drag-out game, that's different. Yep. You start to feel the pressure as an offense, man. We got to try to keep up with it.
2: How different is our conversation <laughs> it's crazy. this week. You're talking about the offense the off- going up by 13 points <laughs> right. in a game. I mean, last week or two weeks ago, we we're talking about the offense. just yes. finding
3: score a way to points? Score. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is nuts.
2: I mean, so <laughs> different with yeah. what Levis put on the field last week, mm-hmm. which is crazy.
3: Jay on
4: YouTube, play action possible with Levis? Yeah. Um, and, yep. and we'll go into this with, Gre- with, uh, with Cosell. Um, Exactly half of his dropbacks were play action yes. against Atlanta. 32 dropbacks, 16 play action pass All right. attempts. All right, Greg Cosell is coming up next. He's going to break it down. Will Levis, the Titans' new offense, and the Pittsburgh Steelers' matchup. All that coming up. Greg Cosell next. 3HL has turned into the lead company. Countdown to kickoff on one. Let's
1: see. Something different for dinner searching restaurants near me Right here ma'am how can we help Gee same old same old Wait we're we're
5: right here ma'am our restaurants just a few blocks from you Why is she not seeing us
1: Back to the usual i guess Ma'am can you not see us
5: Nope they can't see you because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants You are invisible online Introducing Cumulus Boost Get a boost get found get on the map Learn more at cumulusboost.com
1: 045 The Zone.
4: It is game day. Lee Company countdown to kickoff is underway. Brainsordia, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Lee Company, all you need. Visit them online at leecompany.com. Greg Cosell joins us now as he does every Thursday, this time on a game day. Cosell, good timing. How are you? Doing great, guys. How are you? Doing well. Let's start with the elephant in the room. That performance by Will Levis. Uh, maybe s- start with some general thoughts on what you saw from the rookie quarterback against the Falcons. He was good. All right. Thanks, Cosell. Talk to you next week. <laughs> good analysis. <laughs> were,
0: were, you, um, were you surprised that things flowed so well for him? Well, you know, it was, it was a very interesting game because clearly the ball got pushed down the field. You're not going to have that many long touchdowns every single week, but he's an aggressive mindset thrower. Um, he's going to stand in the pocket and deliver the football. Uh, and and the long plays worked in, in that game. Um, you know, that won't happen every single week. Um, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, there are some concerns about tonight. We can get into those as well. But uh, certainly it was an impressive performance. Um, his last... Th- Throw touchdown, his last touchdown to Westbrook Heaney may have been the best throw I've seen on tape this week. Wow.
2: What uh, talk has through why?
0: Well, you have to understand the play. Um, basically, uh, I mean, it was shotgun play action boot, and Levis booted hard into the boundary. So, uh, and, and then it became a deep throwback. And when you freeze a couple of things, when you freeze it just as he's starting his delivery, Westbrook Ahini is actually outside the hash to the boundary on the same side as Levis. He catches the ball outside the numbers all the way on the other side of the field. Mm -hmm. So that ball was thrown with unbelievable timing and ball placement, given that he was throwing it totally across the field, and it probably traveled close to 60 yards in the air. And he had pressure in his face, so he could not, step into the throw, he threw it off his back foot. Um, So it was a really impressive throw. As I said, may have been the most impressive throw I saw on tape this week.
4: We had Nick Westbrook-Akine on the show this week, and I I said, man, it felt like the ball was in in the air for 10 minutes, and he said it did for me too. He said, but it enabled
0: (laughs) me to run under it and keep the defender behind me. Yeah, well like I said he was he was outside the hash yeah. on the boundary side of the field and caught it outside the numbers on the field side of the field. It's so crazy. I mean it did you know that's a long distance to run with the ball in the air and I mean he couldn't have handed it to him any better.
2: So I don't know if you can answer this question but we'll we'll give it a whirl. So when you <laughs> <laughs> when you watch Levis in that game as a whole and in, in offensively Right. play calling how different was the play calling was it different at all was it uh Levis's decision making what was the difference offensively for the titans big picture as opposed to when Tannehill was in there uh
0: you know again um because sometimes you don't know, Don, exactly the play call, and it could be changed at the line of scrimmage. Right. You know, they, as you know, they often give a quarterback, you know, two plays, and he can choose what he wants. So you don't know that for sure. But I will say that the way it played out, there were clearly more vertical, intermediate and vertical throws in this game. I mean uh the one that Chig dropped i was so upset because that would have been such a great piece to do for matchup Mm, uh but that was a great play as well um but there were a lot more intermediate and vertical throws made in this game therefore there were more intermediate and vertical routes that that showed up um but uh you know i think that's something levis brings to the table i mean levis has a quick compact power delivery um you know, I think that there are certain things he'll struggle with going forward, which we all know. It's probably why he was this, you know, the first pick in the second round. Um, but in this particular game, you know, they did some really good things offensively. I mean, the, uh, third Hopkins touchdown was also a beautifully designed play call that, um, uh, You know, I guess that was the 61-yarder that came um, late in the third quarter. You know, it was a beautiful way to attack cover two. Now, again, whether they knew they were going to get cover two or anticipated they would get cover two on a second and long, that's hard to know. But it turned out to be a beautiful play call against cover two.
2: Offensive line, uh, you know, we thought played better last in the last it game. Did. Yeah. So what did you see from that, that offensive line, even though it's going to look different tonight and we'll get into that, but what did you see different? It, and obviously Levis had the pressure in his face and it did not face him at all.
0: No, well, he's always been like that. I mean, which can be a positive and a negative and young quarterbacks have <laughs> yeah. to find that balance in the NFL, you know, as to when you can stand there, you want your quarterback to be tough in the pocket. You do not want him to bail, but then you just have to play enough so that you develop that intuitive balance in your in your mind between hey i can stand and deliver versus i don't want to stand here that long because then i'm going to get sacked yeah. so you know you have to play to develop that um but there's no question in terms of innate toughness he will stand there um uh the i thought the old line played better i mean obviously hubbard got hurt after about what 20 snaps or so give or take so they moved Petit frere from left tackle to right tackle dillard came in um which I guess is probably ca- caused a little bit of an audible sigh in the stadium, but he did okay. <laughs> I mean, you could almost argue this was his best game. He did okay. I assume he's starting tonight, right? At left tackle. Yep. Yes, that
2: is correct. Yep.
0: Now, now see, this is where we can get into tonight briefly. Um, mm-hmm. Is you know they're going to face. He's going to face Highsmith, uh, and Highsmith has a phenomenal inside spin move, and he's going to see it, and he's going to have to be prepared for it, and obviously uh petite frere is going to face uh tj watt we probably don't need to say a whole lot more about that but those are two (laughs) really good pass rushers and it'll be interesting to see when they get to passing situations um how they go about handling that because look there were shot play calls in this game where you can max protect and they'll they'll do that again they'll have shot plays where they want to push it vertically um and they'll have six- or seven-man base protection, but there's also going to be third-and-longs. We'll see what they do in those situations.
4: Greg Cosell with us, as he is every Thursday. Lee Company countdown to kick off the Titans. Trust their home stadium to Lee Company to tackle their HVAC, plumbing, and electrical problems. They can protect your home, too. Your
3: next play, visit LeeCompany.com. Lee Company, all you need. Cosell, with this arm that Will Levis is playing with, man, and and how strong it is being able to make these throws, I'm looking at the film, and you see guys later on in the game, like third and fourth quarter, safety starting to take a step back or either stand still instead of, in the opposite, them taking steps forward, you know, regardless if it's a run or play action. How much is that going to help Will Levis knowing that the drop-offs getting into his playmakers on screens and guys being able to dump off of those three, four yard passes in, in particular, Kyle Phillips and Tajay Spears, how much do you think he's going to have to trust them eventually? And it's going to open up so much once he knows that if I get my
0: playmakers the ball, they can make guys miss too. And let me trust that. You know, I think Slay that, that impacts your whole offense and how the defense plays you right? because now, you know, they showed a vertical passing game a week ago. Yeah. Um, so I think I think with with Levis, what you want to do, obviously, is you want to take some shots. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of coaches who believe that you should throw two deep balls every quarter because you want to make the defense mm-hmm. aware that, you know what, we can go over the top of you. Sometimes it doesn't matter if they're complete or not. Obviously, no one's completing eight deep balls in a game, you know, yeah. uh, for 60 yard touchdowns. That doesn't happen. But you want to make the defense have to stretch vertically. And then ideally that impacts the coverages that they play and opens up some things, you know, in the, inter- in the short intermediate areas. And that's where the receivers you're speaking about ideally come into play. Um, You know, there's a lot of coaches who believe that, Hey, first series of the game, you know, you want to, you want to throw a deep ball. You yeah. know, you want to let, you want to let the defense know. And tonight the two starting corners for Pittsburgh will be Joey Porter, the rookie yep. and Pat, and Patrick Peterson, who is not the same player he was, right. I would go after Patrick Peterson very early tonight. To be honest with you, you really? mentioned you mentioned, uh, and we'll get back to Patrick Peterson, but
4: real yeah. quick, you mentioned Joey Porter Jr. making his uh, second start tonight. Crazy talented
0: kid, but a rookie. What what do you see from him on tape? <clears throat> well, he's got everything you want, Bran. I mean, you're dealing with a kid who's tall, athletic, ridiculously long arms for the position. He's got every trait you want, but he's a rookie corner. So again, he's going to see some things that he hasn't seen. Um, if he gets matched up, which he will on, um, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, Hopkins is obviously a savvy veteran who's going to show him some things that he never saw in college. Um, and getting back to Peterson, Peterson's not the same player. He's a beatable corner. So, you know, I think you, you want to attack those guys. You want to go after those guys and, and make them have to play. And, you know, again, it doesn't mean every ball is going to be complete but you need to do that. You know, the one thing that stood out last week, um, and again, they're not going to complete these. I don't want people to think every single week there's going to be, you know, 60 yard touchdowns. (laughs) Um, And again, (laughs) could there be one tonight? Of course there could, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't happen every week. But you know, the one thing that stood out is the whole pass game and the whole offense just looked more aggressive. I mean, it was just, they were attacking with the pass and, we all know that you didn't. You don't necessarily feel that way prior. That's not the way you felt about the Titans' offense.
2: So you talked about you would attack Patrick Peterson because I look at it and I'm like, well, I'd go after a rookie. You know?
0: Well, they're going to go after both, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> all right. So uh, what what are you seeing then from from Patrick to where you would say that?
0: Well, I don't think he's as good a cover man as he was in his prime. I mean, he's yeah. no, he's just a beatable player. You you can complete balls against Patrick Peterson. Um, he's a savvy player. He's really smart in zone. He has a great intuitive feel just because he's played so long and he's always been super intelligent um, about what he sees about the game, you know, understanding splits of receivers, understanding route concepts and combinations. But if you have him on the outside, outside the numbers, he's not the same corner in terms of just pure coverage that he was three, four, five years ago
2: good stuff
4: greg cosell with us on 3hl um pittsburgh uh, susceptible to the run a little bit um and you know it's interesting um we had coach mack on for his weekly visit and i wanted to pick his brain a little bit as a defensive mind and all the game plans he's put together in his years in the nfl and and you know my question was kind of what we were talking about like the last year and a half or so like this has been like a horse running through mud kind of offense and 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 you know with with those shot plays on Sunday that was so wild for Titans fans to see coming from the home team, um, in that building. But here's the other thing, like Derrick Henry had a really good game too, and they were able to run the ball. And, and Coach Mack said, well, the biggest difference and nothing against Ryan Tannehill, but he said, but with this kid and that arm, you got to defend the whole field. Well, that's so what that, I was saying. That, yeah, that's yeah, why that you does water. open things up right in yeah. the run
0: game. Do you, do you think that the Titans will be able to run the football in this Steelers defense? I think just based on on what we've seen from this season yes uh now again you know now you get into what you know what that means I mean does that mean Derrick Henry's going to run for 180 yards no one can say what the numbers will be <laughs> yeah. but I think the bottom line is is that you know now you you have a quarterback That can stretch the field vertically. So you want to do that with your route concept. You want to make them have to defend vertically. I don't know if Coach Mack said this, but the last thing any defensive coordinator wants to give up are 60 yard touchdowns. You know, (laughs) they don't want to give any of those up. So you, you kind of make sure or try to make sure you don't. Uh, and therefore you do some things that impact your ability to do other things. Um, you know, no defense can stop everything, you know, in terms of how it's structured. So, you know, could this be a, a Derrick Henry game in the sense that he does get twenty-two carries, depending on how the game plays out? Of course, it could. Um, you know, don't forget, it's not as if Levis threw the ball forty-five times last right. week. Right. I mean, he threw it twenty-nine times. I it don't, just felt like back, it. But not very often, I believe. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it's not as if all of a sudden they're going to drop back forty-five times. How, how much play action was
4: used with him? A ton. Yeah,
0: a ton. Sixteen mm-hmm. of his thirty-two dropbacks had play action. Eight of them under center, eight of them in the gun. Hmm. Um, Levis was eight for thirteen for 116 yards and two touchdowns, both coming on shot plays off play action. One under center, one in the gun.
4: Well, let's see. Where do we go now with Levis? So, okay, so there was no
0: tape on him, right? Like, and and I did. Well, I, there's no there's tape on him. Uh, believe me there's tape on him from college right people know what he is i mean you know we're in an era where there's you know there's tape i mean this is not as if he came in the game last week and the uh you know the opponent went who Who is is this guy i never heard of him no 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 no, i get it but now he has nfl film and and this offense
4: looked completely different with him under center and he was under center quite a bit which uh, he was was under center quite a bit so
0: yes um you know if you just want to very briefly, talk about the other side of the ball. One thing that they are going to have to defend, the Titans, that the steel and Pickett's going tonight. So mm-hmm. uh, uh one of the things they have to defend that the Steelers have evolved into, and it's very hard to defend, is they use George Pickens as their boundary X. He's the single receiver to the short side of the field, and they line up with four receivers, including the back, to the other side. Uh, and even if the back is offset in the backfield, he's to the other side. That's what we call four strong. So they have four receivers to the wide side of the field, and they have George Pickens, who is six-three, smooth, effortless. He's a great receiver, and they throw, they use him a lot that way. He runs slants, he runs fades, back shoulder fades. He's very, very difficult to defend as that single receiver because when you have four to the other side your defense has to cheat that way yes. because if you're playing zone you have to cheat that way you just don't have enough bodies in your zone so that's something to watch for tonight Pickens with
4: 3 100-yard 100 games 18.6 yards per catch
0: he's really you know he he was in the draft 2 years ago obviously the Steelers pass game is a work in progress you know with a young quarterback mm-hmm. um even last year so uh, but I thought Pickens just as a pure talent People might disagree because Garrett Wilson was in that draft, but I thought as a pure talent, Pickens was the best receiving prospect in the draft class. And you feel like uh,
3: looking at the game, watching the Steelers and Pickett, like his connection with Pickens. I was talking about it earlier. Is 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 really really advanced right yeah. now for guys that just really come
0: into the league knowing each other? Well, it's getting there. It's you know, it's getting there. They're working on it. It's getting there. Um, you know, I think that. Um, uh, you know, Pickens is just, I mean, you know, he's 6'3", and he's super smooth. It looks yeah. truly effortless, Slay. I mean, oh. you've probably played with guys like that when you played mm-hmm. basketball. Guys that look like they're not even trying. And, yeah. You know, j- it's just I the way that. they move. They just move differently than others. That was Slay, actually. Yeah, I was a little rough. I, knew I, was, <laughs> I was. a plotter. They knew I was coming. A
3: plotter, <laughs> you put your shoulders into things. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to be a fun game tonight,
4: Cosell. I'm glad we got you on a game day, man. Uh, Me great too. Break, breakdown, and um, no, I'm looking um, forward to the game to tonight. It. You know,
0: yeah. should be should be interesting to watch. I'm 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 real anxious to see how the Titans come out early with their offense. You know, because again, you know, just so you guys understand, Levis could throw three picks tonight too. Yep, I mean, he he's could. playing against That's you know. What? veteran defensive coach, you know, Tomlin's been around the league a long time. I mean, you know, Carol this Austin. is not going to yeah. be roses every single week now. So I don't want people to think that this is going to happen every single week.
2: That's what I said, yeah. and I got called negative Nancy. And, Dude, and by Bell. the way, right. that doesn't
0: mean he can't end up being a really good quarterback. No, but right. there's going to be ups and
4: downs. I'd go play fake on play number one and go deep. <laughs> Can you imagine? And they might do that. They might do that. See what imagine happens. Can you threw another one? <laughs>
2: Hey, Kosal, I'm curious how when you watch a game in live time, like like you're going to do tonight, what do you just watch kind of wholly and then go back and watch the film or how do you take it in?
0: I just let it roll over me, Dawn, because I know I'm going to watch the tape. So, you know, I don't take notes. I don't study it. I mean, I probably notice things just because this is what I do for a living. But I'm not like consciously saying, you know, what are they doing with their front? What does this look like? I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I work 75 hours a week. When I watch the game, I just kind of like watch the game.
2: Okay, like gotcha. That. Was just curious. Nice. Yeah. Well, good. So, looking good. forward to it. All right.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to tonight's game.
4: Thank you, Coach. So great stuff, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much.
0: All right. At Greg
4: Cosell on Twitter, the facility managers need a reliable partner for their HVAC plumbing and electrical needs. They trust Lee Company's twenty-four-seven service and their team of experts. Your next play, visit LeeCompany.com. Lee Company, all you need
2: searching hvac near here right here ma'am how can we help wow nobody
0: local huh wait what we are an hvac company literally in your neighborhood why is she not seeing us
4: just all the big chains well it is what it is
0: what in the can you
5: not see See us? us nope they can't see you because you're buried deep in the list of local hvac providers you are invisible online Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at cumulusboost.com.
1: Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40. chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.
4: Lee Company Countdown to kickoff. Titans Steelers coming at you. Titans Radio takes over at 6 o'clock. Lee Company, all you need. Visit them online at leecompany.com. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Titan Steelers tonight. What's your gut
3: feel right now? Uh gut feel right now. Duh. Gut feel since Monday. Duh. Ain't changing one bit, man. <laughs> I think, man, you walking up into a hostile environment. Um, just the the team that's playing in the hostile environment doesn't scare me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got some guys over there that are different kind of animals. I was it was interesting to hear Cosillo talk. I was kinda of like Babsy taking back a little bit about Patrick Peterson. Like P squared yeah. different kind of dude. You know what I'm saying? Like not anymore. No, not no more. Hey, no, hey I'm
2: with it. You know how that goes. I, yeah, Age yeah. creeps I'm, up on you. I, 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 you think and, 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 you can do some things that you just can't anymore. It is yeah. so.
4: By the way, on NFL Network, they're showing the king walking in to the
3: locker room. You know king king what?
2: That's my feeling. King. This is a Derrick Henry game. I think it's going to be ugly. I think it's going to be dirty and mucky. I think Will Levis is going to throw some picks. I think it's he's going to come back down to earth. But some picks, yes, multiple, mm-hmm.
4: like three or like
2: Man. more than one, more than one.
4: So, um, it, so, so hit one of his prop bets is one and a half interceptions. You would go over.
2: I would go over that. Okay. Yes. Um, I got you. Just, just because of he the could, aggressive sure. nature of Will Levis as yep. a quarterback. Anyway, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and with this pass rush that he's about to see with Dillard back on the offensive line, you know, maybe he gained some confidence from what they were able to do last week, and and MPF is over there on the right side, and maybe they'll be okay. But I think. It's gonna be a rough night and it's gonna be ugly, but I think at the end of the day, this might be a Derrick Henry game where yeah. they're able to pull it out.
3: And I, I think I wrote down to ask Kosea what he thought about Tajay Spears, but to the people out there watching, like I I'm with Jubabs. I, I think he can have a hell of an impact, man, but I what I don't want to get lost is Tajay Spears. Like you take away his first game man, averaging about seven, eight yards a carry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just don't get the opportunities because of
2: yeah maybe King. I should say it's a derek Tajay game.
3: I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with that, uh, that's too. That's probably fair. But yeah. I, was, I, was, I was going, on the backside of that, I was going to say, you know how excited we are right now with what we see with Will Levis mm-hmm. when he got at the helm? How exciting do you think it would be to see Tajay Spears once we move on? Not saying, like, we ain't erasing what the King did, but – I think it's going to be that type of excitement that we're seeing with Levis right now once Tajay gets more and more reps as well. Because, man, dude is a problem. He's a problem when you go with splitting those guys. And that's what I wanted to ask Cosell. What do you think about that dual-back system and what they bring to the Titans? Because you rarely lose anything by taking one or the other out on any down, first or fourth or third.
2: The only problem is we know Derrick Henry has always been vocal about it. We know... That he feels like when he hits that twenty twenty two carry number, that's right. when he gets going, and right. that that's when you know yeah. business decisions are made. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, God, I swear, Derrick Henry was. I was watching his post game presser mm-hmm. uh, last week. His arms are even move. more ridiculous yeah, than they have been in the past. It is crazy. It's almost like he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, you guys think I'm getting older and yeah. and losing a step? Well, let me just buff up a yeah. little bit more. <laughs> insane.
3: You see
4: it. it. Today's game day weather is brought to you by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, who's offering cost-effective solutions like free service calls with their repairs and low monthly payments on those repairs. Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, available anytime at springhillac.com. It is currently 46 degrees in Pittsburgh and partly cloudy skies. Winds out of the south, which is good, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Game time temperature at kickoff, 45. He'll see City weather, fourth quarter, forty. So not awful, It's not
2: bad. Mm-hmm.
4: Says the guy sitting in the room at seventy degrees. That is <laughs> it We're says the with.
2: girl that's wearing a beanie when yeah. it's sixty I, degrees out. I
4: also have a sweatshirt on. Um, so there's yeah. that. Uh, game day uh, today. Lee Company countdown to kickoff underway. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. Let's go to Mac Attack in the borough. Mac Attack, what's up?
6: Hey, you, uh, Mayor Ram, I'm, I agree with you. I think, yeah, uh, well, Cosell and Ron, y'all are probably on on this one with uh, with Levis. You know, when you get hit in the sternum, is one thing. I, my buddies and I always said, you know, your worst lick in hi- high school is your all the licks in college. And when you get in the polls, I've heard a guy say, that worst lick you get in college, they're all like that too. And Levis is going to get another one in the sternum from somebody like uh like uh, that little linebacker that's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's uh, he's not going to go in that tent, come back out. But anyway, let's keep our fingers crossed and hope hope that it all pans out. We're looking forward to some staying real positive for him. We hope he might turn around two in a row and impress us all. But as far as uh, my call, I'm trying to get back on a call that I had about the terrible cow.
2: Okay,
6: it seemed. Okay, the, the, the towel. I was at that game, I'm sure you guys were too, a few years back when they stomped the towel and I was just embarrassed being in that stadium. I felt like I was in Pittsburgh. They all had, they bought all of our tickets. They were just, we were outnumbered and all of a sudden you see all these terrible towels out there and when they stomped on that thing, I didn't see it that well till that night on the news. But the people around me just tell me you know this towel is so sacred, and you know they started this tradition and said it's just it's just wrong to see other people using these towels and I just flippantly told uh what was his name uh, uh, the upcoming what's his name uh afternoon session uh, uh burning upping uh, the indiana boy uh he, he uh, blame Bl- uh, no. no, no, no. Not Blaine. No. We Blaine, all know Buck Rising. Yep. Buck Rising. Yeah, Indiana Rising. That's him. Okay. Uh, we got him. He, he said, call in. I called in. I said, you know, that towel business has been around for a while. I said, you go 35 miles up the road. I said, even Western Kentucky's had that ten, a couple of decades before the Pittsburgh has. And he kind of, after I hung up, he got kind of sinning And I always heard he gets kind of caught, caught up in his own grover. But he said something fact like that. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, that idea is not right. He says they didn't steal it from, the, you know, you know western Kentucky. He made a joke out because it's such a you know, mid-major. They're not going to go there. But let me share this with you very quickly here. I looked it up. You still here? Yeah. And it says, I looked this up just flippantly just this afternoon, and it says Wikipedia. Of course, everybody says you can't go by Wikipedia, but this is pretty good. It says a rally towel is a sports paraphernalia item, and a type of towel often uses a fan symbol in American sports. It says here, could be argued that the coach E.A. Diddle of Western Kentucky Hilltoppers truly created the rally towel in the 1940s. Western Kentucky would also trademark the term the Red towel in 1971. Four years before that, <laughs> there was a guy on the radio for the Steelers, by the name of Myron Cope, created the yep. Pittsburgh Steelers Terrible towel. Yep, so yep. I 1975, I did, yep. I did that flippantly, but, you know, I thought, you know, maybe it goes back to the pyramids or something, but after looking it up, because I thought there's a ton of people I had that towel out there long before Pittsburgh, uh. but the idea they do use Western Kentucky as, <laughs> as what they're talking <laughs> about.
2: There you so
0: go,
6: there's your smack talk. We saw that and just high-fied each other, but at that ball game that yep. they went on and won, the, they won the Super Bowl that year that Steelers did. And yep. I just never will forget that game and how many fans we got outnumbered. And I said, I hope to God I never see this again. So I hope. All right. Yep. The
4: rest, thank one. you, Mag, Attack. Appreciate
6: it. Sorry,
2: man. we got to go to break. I
4: mean, goodness. But, th- but
6: yes, yes, thank you.
2: I'm yes. glad you made that point. But yes, the terrible towel started in 1975. So they, and that, they, and that I'm, means I'm guessing ev- they didn't steal it from Western <laughs> Kentucky. But, you know, you can use that as some well, smack talk. Uh, uh, listen,
4: I mean, how many <laughs> yeah. every World Series you see, people are waving a towel. Right. I get it. That, that's cool about Western, though. Yes. That is cool about Western. 615-737-1045, yes, is the number. Uh, Lee Company, all you need, visit them online, LeeCompany.com, the Lee Company. Ooh. Countdown to kick off more next on 104.5 The
1: Zone. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly
5: Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix.
2: Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the showrunners. that doesn't runners. always
5: happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a it's dream. It's no fun.
2: Genuinely. And if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Yeah, like, you're it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because I've done it.
1: I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, wherever you listen.